0: You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 a.m. with Mankiran Adjula, and we are speaking to Nick Torrens, sports broadcaster and host of the podcast Discontinued Gravy. We're talking about the World Cup, which kicks off this Sunday. Nick, thank you so much for joining us this morning.
1: Hey, thank you for having me.
0: Okay, so first off, Canada is in the World Cup, so obviously all Canadians are super excited. They've qualified after 36 years, which is just so wild. So what I want to ask you, Nick, what makes this Canadian team different? Why were they able to qualify this time around?
1: Well, they they got a lot of players that were, um, you know, they're younger now. They, they're better players than we've mm-hmm. really ever had. This is the golden era of Canadian soccer, for sure, with players like... Alfonso Davies, who's playing on Bayern Munich in Germany, Jonathan David, who's one of the leading scorers in the French League, uh, Atiba Hutchinson, who's been in Turkey forever, Kyle Lahren and Tijon Buchanan in Belgium. Like, I think the difference is we have a lot of players who are playing abroad, not necessarily in Canada or in North America. They're playing at high-level competitions, whether that's Champions League, English Premier League. Um, so they're playing a lot better talent, but they're also just, it's a high-level of players that we have and this is really the golden age for Canada and everybody should be really excited to watch this team.
0: Oh I am super excited. I think to myself finally I have a team that I can root for here Nick but now let's look at Canada's group. Now I know they're going up against um, Belgium and Croatia which Nick not going to lie to you makes me a little bit nervous. How is it looking for Canada?
1: It it should make you nervous but I, I have reason to believe why Canada should get out of the group. Now, Belgium is a tough test. The nice thing about that is they get them. that's the very first game for Canada. You get Belgium out of the way. But Belgium ha- has a knack for not really doing well in tournaments. I say this, and they came third last time, but I thought they really choked it away in 2018. Uh, but they, they might not have Romelu Lukaku, which is one of their best forwards in the game, who, a guy who puts the ball in the net more often than not. Um, so if Canada doesn't have to play him, that's uh that's a help um if they can I, I, I would play for a draw if you're canada against belgium because if you got a draw you got a point that's huge um the thing about croatia is they were in the final in 2018 so that's something but they were considered rather old in 2018 think about it this is a very similar team to 2018 so they're four years older than they were before um i can see canada using their speed and using their ability to pass the ball around to get past Croatia. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but I think that's a game they can win. Um, and of course, they have Morocco as well, which is a, a game they should win. I, I don't be surprised if Canada gets out of this group in the second spot.
0: Ooh, okay, you give me hope, Nick, because I was like super nervous about it just looking at it. And for Canada now, who would you say are like the star players that are could potentially have Canada, you know, get out of this group stage and move on to the next?
1: Well, I, I think you're going to need to put the ball in the net, and that's where players like Aaron uh, Jonathan David and Davies are going to come into the effect creating chances but you need to have a strong back line um, with uh, like players like Stephen Vittoria Sam Adikubi. Uh you need to have a strong defensive line and not allow those chances early on um, that's the defense is really key uh, but you also have to put the ball in the net but I think it's really going to have to be the defense to step up against teams like Belgium and Croatia
0: hmm Now, Nick, now let's look at some other countries here. Who are the countries you feel that are on top and could potentially win this World Cup?
1: Well, here's the thing. I feel like this World Cup is a lot different than other World Cups in the sense there's no real consensus number one team, like a team that should win. You look at a team like France, who won last time, uh, and then they won the Euro as well. This is a really high-level team. However, they have a lot of injuries right now. This is a team that's uh, not really... That, I don't think they're going to do much in this World Cup. They're still a force to be reckoned with because it's still France, but they have a lot of injuries. They won't have uh, Conte, I don't think. Um, I don't think they're going to have Pogba either. So that's that's two huge losses in the midfield for them. So France is something. Uh, a lot of people are picking Brazil. They're the number one ranked team right now in FIFA. Um, but Brazil, again, has a history to not, in recent history, not, not been able to finish the job. They've, you know, done... Not very well in the last World Cup. I mean, they're the last non-European team to win in 2002. And, of course, they have the most ever with five. But the last few years, they just they haven't been able to put it together. We all remember in 2014 when they went up against Germany and lost 7-1. to And um, so just the last few World Cups, they just have not had it to complete it. So I don't know if there's really a consensus. A lot of people are picking Brazil, Argentina as well. You know, Messi's last World Cup, does he have a run in him? And they do have a relatively easy way to get to the final. Uh I, got, I guess those are the three teams I'm looking at, but don't be surprised if teams like Spain or um, even the, a team like Portugal might be able to squeak through. Um, and, and maybe Germany. You know, you never know.
0: Yeah, and I was going to say, Nick, for me, this World Cup is really bizarre because we don't have Italy. Italy is usually the team that qualifies. What went wrong there?
1: Italy has been an interesting team. This, they won the Euro two years ago. Let's not forget this. They won the European Championship two years ago, and then they weren't able to qualify for the World Cup. I don't know what it is about this Italy team. They just were they. they, I guess they were coming off the high of winning the Euro, thought it was a lock, and they just didn't play. They didn't play well in the qualifications. They were losing to the most random of teams, so... Uh, I based on what we saw in the qualification, it's not a surprise they're not here, but of course, Italy is one of those kind of big teams in FIFA, and you'd think they they should be there, but you know they just they didn't prove themselves in the qualification, so they're they're not here.
0: Now, Nick, I feel this World Cup is going to be the last for many big stars. You mentioned a couple of them like Messi, we've got Ronaldo that I can think off the top of my head. So do you think this is the World Cup where we're going to see some new superstars emerge?
1: Yeah, uh yes, well for sure. Uh I, I've had this conversation with a few people. Yeah, the Ronaldo's the Messi's. This is this is their sort of swan song. I think Messi's for sure said that this is his last one. I think uh Ronaldo's a little iffy on whether this is his last one, but for sure you 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 know, you think of players like players on England who are up and coming, like um Sokka. Um You know, and Germany is a lot younger than they were before. Players like Muziala uh, are coming up now. Um, Spain's pretty much an entirely new team of young talent. So um, this is definitely, I think, kind of the new age of players that are coming through FIFA, and and it's just going to be an absolute show.
0: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to see you know who's going to be that superstar. Now, Nick, you mentioned England. And I know for Canadians, a lot of them like to root for England. And many people thought you know England was going to win the Euros, but unfortunately they didn't. What are their chances here?
1: I, I think they have good chances. Um, they're in a group. They're in Group B with uh, Iran, U.S. and Wales. Um, to be honest, that's a group they should win uh, pretty pretty easily, I would think. Um, but again, they're, they're just a team that hasn't been able to get over the, the top. You know, they made it to the Euro final last year, uh, two years ago, losing to Italy um, in a tight one. Uh, so uh, they got a team, but I just don't know if they have that high level elite talent to get over the top. You know what I mean? The last few winners that we've seen have had that elite talent, the players that are the best in the world, and we know that. Uh, just England has never had that top dog in a while since, you know, Beckham, basically. So. Um, yeah, I think they have a chance. They they, they have a good road to the championship. I, I just wonder if they can they can play that way.
0: Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens there. Now, Nick, of course, we can't ignore the fact that the world, this World Cup in particular, in Qatar, has a whole lot of controversy, especially when it comes to its human rights records. And do you potentially see some protests? I know FIFA has been very adamant saying, hey, guys, you can't really protest. There's a whole lot of rules around this. So how do you think this is going to impact the tournament?
1: Well, you know what? They just came out this morning, FIFA did, and banned beer sales in these stadiums. So that is one thing. Um, Yeah, it's a, it's a real problem to be honest. Um, The human rights. I mean, thousands of workers have died in Qatar building the cities, not just the stadiums, the cities for this world cup. Um, It's definitely a bit of a dark cloud for FIFA and Qatar. um, But I have to think like, you can say all of this before the world cup starts, but once you actually put the fans in the stands, uh, you start seeing everything, you know, I think you're, you're going to hear chants, You're going to hear some things. You're going to see these things. And, how tough can you be when the world is watching, right? Um, I, it's, it's, it's tough to see what's going on in Qatar and what's going on around that area and, you know, in Iran and stuff like that. Uh, so definitely a dark cloud. Like, we can watch and enjoy the soccer, but let's not forget what, you know, what's happening in the real life. And there there are problems, and hopefully this can maybe lead to change with the world watching and noticing.
0: And, you know, Nick, as someone, you know, who watches sports all the time, do you notice that in the world of sports that politics always seems to kind of enter it? Even though you always hear a lot of people say, like, no, politics and sports can't come together. But are you seeing more of that conversation in the world of sports?
1: Yes, I would agree um, that it is becoming more of a thing. And I think in a good way it is because, especially, you know, a couple of years ago with the the Black Lives Matter stuff, uh, you know, in the NBA, and the NHL, people standing up um, and on the world stage, you know, they have, all these athletes have a huge platform to, to 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 voice their displeasures, and it's really nice to see that you know change can be made when you know your millions of people are watching. You know you have a voice, and it's really nice to see these athletes using it in the right way. And I hope to see more of it. You know we don't need the serious politics, I suppose, but you know the basic human rights. Uh, you know I think that's totally okay to be said in the world if you have that stage.
0: Nick, I want to thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. And before I let you go, who are your top three teams?
1: To win or who I'm cheering for? Let's go cheering. <laughs>
0: Let's go cheering for.
1: Okay, well, of course, Canada. Obviously, you and I were not born the last time this team <laughs> made it. So, uh, obviously, Canada. I usually cheer for Germany as well um, because, I, I don't know, I got some the family there. That's the team, you know, from Canada. And, uh, you know, for my mom's sake, I'll, I'll go England
0: family roots that's what it's about
1: you you know that's that's what most of canada's done up until now right go with the family
0: exactly nick thanks again for your time you take care and let's see what happens with this world cup no problem thanks mom have a
1: great day